Again, you can get in contact with us uh, today if you do want to uh, on our text line number and that text line number is quite simply 086 3833 Some of the comments coming in, Mary O'Reilly Murray, uh, Public Health Nurse for Bohemore Area Call to congratulate Keith on a wonderful show and for highlighting a unique group of people of Galway. She's so fond of all the people in Bohemore and wants to thank them for welcoming her into their homes and into their hearts. And they're magnificent people with a great sense of themselves and their community. And Willie Cummins, not the Padre, not the priest, phone to say he delivered hay to crows in the early 50s and 40 or 50 children would come in after school saying sir can we go up on the hay sir can we go up on the hay and we'd be putting it into the loft and we'd go into Mrs Crow then for the dinner and Gussie and Helen were there at the time also. Uh, John Morley is looking at sport here in uh, Bohemore. John all yours? Yeah first we go to the job spot Keith because we have four today a general maintenance operator required for Anthony Ryan's Galway 20 hours per week for further information call 091 6-7-0-6-1. Lockray Auto Parts is currently seeking a full-time counter salesperson. Experience in motor trade and similar position is desirable. Excellent pay for successful candidates. Email CV to lockrayautoparts.com. Jack Jordans and Duishka are looking for experienced staff. Please email your CV to inquiries at jackjordans.ie. And job opportunity for graduates with disabilities. Ahead Ireland have partnered with Boston Scientific Galway to offer a STEM graduate program spot exclusively for applicants with disabilities. Closing date is March the 1st. See ahead.ie for more details there. And if you have need any phone numbers or email addresses, please call a reception on 0917700077. Search hashtag Goa Jobs on social media or go to goaibayfm.ie forward slash job spot. Now, though, we're going to go to our sports section because we have a whole host of guests. We're hoping to get someone from Galway Hibs in the next 10 minutes or so if he can dash across the city. Ben Talbot, he's making his way over to us as we speak. But first, I want to go to our ladies' boys' rugby football club because we're joined here by their chairman, John Hardiman, who was speaking to us just before the um, 11 o'clock news. And we also have Simon Lawless, who is the president of the club. He's also the men's team coach and ex-player. Gentlemen, a very good morning to you both. John, I might start with you first because there's a lot of excitement around our Ladies Boys Rugby Football Club this Mm. past while and I know the cock grounds has been opened up to you yeah, uh, we we played on, let's call it the, the side pitch as we call it over the years for many years, I, I, I think the side pitch was there for something like 70 years obviously we all weren't playing for that, most of the guys weren't but uh, in recent times we, we have a long term arrangement now and we have relocated to the main Connacht Rugby pitch wow. both women and men we have two teams operating in the Connacht Rugby Leagues so we, we started our first night there last Thursday week and okay. yes it is exciting and when you get onto that pitch all the guys that get onto that pitch and see what it's like it's, it's, it's fascinating yeah. and, and phenomenal you know so it was worth the wait it, things were being held up a little bit for various reasons so yeah. yeah it's really good you know and great for the young people of the area who are playing with the club to be playing in such a, a great facility there that has such links to Connacht Rugby great inspiration there over the past decade with Connacht Rugby as well absolutely yeah um, it, it's, it's, it's a big selling point for, for people to come and, and join our Ladies Boys Club Rugby Football Club uh, it's actually so good we, we have an arrival Reese Manning from Hamilton New Zealand I don't know if he thought that was the reason if that's the reason but he's just joined us uh, but yes it, it is really good and, and in the last three years Simon will qualify this we have now first ever women's team yeah. right and last year they won the tens tens league is that right yeah. uh, so they had very quick success and uh, as a, we, we're continuing now to develop both sides 
yeah. here on in, now that we're kind of fixed and we're in and we're in shape. And what's the ambition with the club as well in terms of is, is it just to get people playing or do you want to also nurture the next generation to, to go on to provincial and e- maybe even uh, national level as well? Well it's a combination of both. Yeah I mean obviously uh, you want to generate uh, sport in rugby but also you certainly want to compete at the best possible levels yeah. and w- as we speak we are rebuilding both sides mm. uh, and a number of the girls I think were on the Connacht development side I think there was four or five mm. you know, which is really good you know and I think one was on the Connacht senior panel is that yeah. right one yeah. Stacy Handy yeah Stacey so Andy. yeah there's a lot of uh, things happening and from here I have no doubt we kick on we, we have Sean Grealish from Carmore uh, or more who actually is a coach now and like this year he's certainly steadied the ship so we're looking forward to himself Simon John Tarman and many of the other guys I, I mean you're going to forget some Simon can deal with more of that yeah. but like it, it's a very good club community if you want to call it that and, mm. and we're really pushing our best foot forward you know yeah, the final one for you John I yep. know there's a great history associated with it. we saw at the beginning of the programme there we have Jerry Trainer here yep. with our lady yep. boys it's really rooted in the Bohemore community yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, it, it's, from what I see, it was set up many years ago by, by, by Father McGrath, uh, who, who came, f- I think he came from Limerick, as far as I know, yeah. to Galway with Des Kenny. And uh, you had some notable coaches over the years. You had Sean Malone, Mick Grealish, and mm. look, I can't name them all, many more. So really, it, it's been in depth over the years. And uh, our ladies' boys club many years ago won, I think it's three junior cups, and six yeah. leagues, you know. So there is a big history there. So yeah. we'd be hoping to start to try and mirror that. Uh, Simon will t- tell you we, we've had successes over the last number of years. I'll leave that to Simon at this Pr- stage. Brilliant. We'll bring you back him into the conversation now. We're joined now by Simon Lawless, who is the men's team coach and ex-player and also president. Simon, very good morning to you. How are you? Simon, talk to us about our Ladies Boys Rugby Football Club. John's alluded to it there. There's been there's great pedigree in the club and, uh, for people to look up to and uh, as the teams go forward. Yeah, I think going back through the years, there's a lot of people around Galway that have some sort of affiliation with Boys Club, whether it be with the main club itself, which is and the rugby club then as well on top of it. You know, and they've come from a lot of places around Galway. But Bowmore, Shantala, Merview, mm. Clada, Westside, Port Key as well. They've all come part of Boys Club and we've like from my side of it, I started my rugby with Boys Club as an under eight all the way upwards. Yeah. And you've come through the ranks that way and up into the junior setup on that side. Boys Club will be, as they put it, our club that it's it's a club for everybody who wants to be part of it. Mm. And they're welcoming no matter where you're from or who you are, you're always welcome to come back to be part of Boys Club and to progress your rugby that way. It's, we just want to see lads and girls out playing rugby for rugby. And that's it. It's a lovely ethos. And talk to us now about this uh, new ladies team that's developed over the last few years. And it seems like it's, go- it's going from strength to strength very quickly. Yeah, the girls, we set it up last year. Um, a lot of the girls that came through the fall in it were girls that kind of fell out of the love of rugby uh, when I was coaching in UIG a lot of the girls used to play rugby for me mm. as well and once they finished kind of the college side of it they kind of packed in rugby and didn't go back to it yeah. so when we were t- setting it up Elaine Johnson was one of the driving force behind it as well um, we contacted a lot of the girls and they all came back 
I think when we started a COVID then started kicked in so I think we played our first friendly game was against Galwegians in Galwegians now we lost it but we put it up to them and it grew from there uh, last year we went on to, to have the first competition that comes in is the Tenniside Imitational Cup and we won that out yeah. the league we went unbeaten all the way through it up until the final where we lost out to a good Galwegian side mm. on the main pitch in the sports ground this year we're rebuilding again some new faces in and all that type of thing um, I think we finished fifth in the league this year yeah. um, but we're building we're growing the recruitment is going to be starting now again to try and get more girls in to play rugby from 18 years up it's going to be it's exciting to look forward to and it sounds like you have some stars in the making there as well you've mentioned some of the players being on the, the Connacht development squad as well talk to us about some of the stars of the club um, basically the way it's been worked out we have two Irish international rugby league players oh. that's in our squad uh, that's Ella Sinnott and Stacey Hanley and they represented the country in rugby league Again, they played rugby league for the Goa Tribesman, which John Tyreman is the main driving force in that one. Uh, in relation to the Connacht side of it, four or five of them got into, you have Sarah Heenan, Ella Sinnott, Stacey Hanley, Ellie Delan. Mm. To name a few, I think they got into that Connacht development squad. They played. They were the first women to play the game on the main pitch in the sports ground under lights. It was the first game under lights in the sports ground, mm. and them girls played in that. From that, Ellie Delan picked up an injury, um, and Stacey Handley got selected in two out of the three interpros to be in the match day twenty five, I think. So yeah, very promising. Yeah, and from the girls' side of it, uh, we've Kevin Joyce, who'd be your head coach. Darren Agel, Berto Tapia, would be your thing. You have Elaine McKeown, who'd be the team manager. Mm. Um, Elaine played rugby for us until she got a nasty injury playing Union and League and from there they're just progressing basically and finally talk to us about uh, the men's team side of it who are the stars there or how have they been progressing yeah basically the men's team we brought in a new head coach last year which is Sean Grealish and Sean brings a wealth of experience from dealing with basically the last game of rugby as a former coach in Cala Sanchez school um, Sean was able to bring in like that a lot of players again that have kind of fallen out of love with rugby he got mm. them back playing he, we're trying to build something with the lads team and the numbers are see, slowly getting back up again yeah. and yeah there's as I said it's just progression all the time yeah. through with it like well Simon and uh, Lawless and John Harriman thank you for joining us on the sports section I want to quickly go to I hope it's Ben Talbot who's <laughs> joining me here I think you're straight over from uh, from college there Ben Ben uh, talk to us about your involvement with Galway Hibernians I know you've done a lot of work in the underage structures and, and, and building that grassroots level yeah. of soccer in the club yeah well currently I'm the academy coordinator from the under 6s to under 10s so this season I tried to put in a new structure for the academy to help to help the community and to get young players in and under our belt yeah. and so far it's gone excellently we have great help from loads involved including the committee and also the other coaches doing it with me and i've had great guidance from joe riley the legend himself yeah uh, so it's going really well so far yeah talk to us about some of the successes and some of your players i know you a lot of players have even gone on to progress and go at goal united as well yeah so that's that's ultimately your goal we're trying to get players in the door 
get them under our pathway, give them the guidance, the tuition, and then hopefully they'll go on and play for the Goy Town squads, mm. Goy United, and hopefully progress their career. And then at the end of the day, if it doesn't work out for them, we'll always be here for them to come back, mm. to play junior football, and hopefully they'll have gotten a nice guidance from us. Mm. That's the plan. And in terms of players who have excelled? So we ha- we have a, we've had a player now called Jack Sweeney. Mm. Excellent young lad. And Jack's actually... He came through our academy pathway and he's just signed with the Goy United under 15s. Okay. So he's, he's doing well for himself and Brilliant. he's a great credit to the club because he shows the younger players that it can be achieved with hard work and, and dedication. Yeah, and your, yourself, Ben, personally, what's your soccer career been like to date? So it's been, it's been really good. I've, I've played with the club since I was a young lad and I came up through the pathway. Unfortunately, it wasn't to be for me as a player, yeah. but I decided to go back and give the academy a hand it was Joe Riley who's been my mentor and he's taught me next to everything I know and I'm ex- truly grateful to him. And he's actually the head of coaches within the club. Mm. So within in the last two or three years, I've came involved in the Galway League Centres with Sean McGlynn, Hopper and Dave Silk. And we've had good success with them teams and I've learned so much from them as well. And then I have went into the Galway United pathway with Johnny McGlynn and Gary Trainer. Great. where I'm currently working with the under-15s. And I'm also doing a bit with the Emerging Talent FEI. So I've had a lot of opportunity, thanks to the people that I've been involved with. And they've really helped me grow, not only as a coach, but as a person as well. I've yeah. learned a lot of skills off them. And you're, you're doing great work. Are you still very young as well? I know you're after coming back from college there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, talk to me about Stephen Slash. I know he's uh, from Go United and, and Hibbs junior manager. He does great work. Stephen Walsh, is it? Uh, Walsh, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so Stephen, Stephen came through our pathway, which is great to see. And he's currently the junior manager. Mm. So even the last day, a few months ago, we got Stephen to come down. And he was with the kids. And it was great for the kids to see him. Not only as a Go United superstar, who I think he won, was it five of the player, players of the month last season? And the players got to see him and I actually coach his daughter Robin okay. so it's great for all the players to see that look it's possible and it's good as well because it shows that we're trying to be as professional as possible mm. and we are getting players true to that mm. to that level of football There's a great history in, in the club we might talk about that a little bit later on with Tony Samuels as well but it's right right here in the heart of Bohemore as yeah, well Yeah, like that's where it's the most important thing about the club is the community mm. like I'd say 90% of the players we have they're within the community now a few come from out without, from outside because their fathers might have played or their mothers but it's all about the community we're getting we're getting young lads in hopefully we're giving them we're teaching them a few skills whether it be communication or interpersonal skills not even nothing to do with football mm. we're, we're trying to teach them how to be better people at the end of the day yeah. and that's it's all for the community we're getting them in we're getting them off the streets and hopefully we're teaching them a thing or two as well I tell you, you're an inspiring young man. Thanks for coming in. Just I know you hightailed it across the city there. Yeah, so uh, yeah. Ben Talbot of Galway Hibernians, and also Thanks. thank you to Simon Lawless and John Hardyman of Our Ladies Boys Rugby Football Club as well. Thanks, John, for that uh, interesting stuff. And it's the way the community is built and the rock that is the community. Quick commercial break. And we're back just after these. Galway Talks in association with Tesco. Find our award-winning Irish ranges in store and online at Tesco.ie. Now, very good morning to you. Welcome to you live from Tonerys. And thank you to the team here in Tonerys for the uh, wonderful um, hospitality today. Uh, my executive producer for the morning happens to be Phil Kennedy. And she's uh, joining me at the very end there. Um, seriously, just for a few moments, you, you lost two wonderful people. Uh, Tommy Lawless, who had a huge funeral during the week, and Davy Smith as well. Yes. Um, Davy Smith was from... Lee Mallow's Terrace. Mm. His wife, Tina Follen, was from St. Finbar's Terrace. 
and they lived in Cook's Terrace and we all gave a radio to um, a wireless to David Smith at some time to fix and he was a huge part of Bohemore. His sister Evelyn still uh, lives there wow. and he's a big loss and heartfelt sympathy mm. uh, to his family and Tommy Lawless, he lived in one corner of Cook's Terrace and his brother Pike lived on the other corner. I even remember his mother, his Tommy Lawless's wonderful daughters, exceptional, exceptional family, and our hearts are broken for them. If, if I'm right, his son Mike lived in or worked in this pub for about ten years. If I'm thinking of the same, yes, thinking yes, of the same people. Yeah. So, and um, also, certainly the condolences of Bohemore on the loss of your own mother. Thank you. Um, it would be remiss of us not to mention uh, Tommy Lawless and uh, Davy Smith. We actually <laughs> we actually shared Keneally's funeral home, so we did. Uh, I know you did. Night. You were nearly there at three o'clock in the morning. There were so many <laughs> Bormore fellas lined up. <laughs> it was lovely to see, but we, 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 we worked it through. Um, Phil, stay with us if you don't mind, because I have two other men here that have uh, helped us put this together. Uh, one extremely successful and the other one extremely successful as well. Uh, but I'm joined by Dan Stiff. Dan, morning to you. How are you today? Keith, very good. Thank you very much. Great Thank to be here with you. Thanks for joining us uh, today. And um, PJ Duggan joins me as well. PJ, morning to you. Good morning, Keith. It's Thanks. great to be here. Now, PJ really much. has, doesn't PJ, ha he has the hippie look about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PJ is the Grand Marshal, really. Oh, is he the Grand yeah, Marshal? Yeah. I'm, like kind of I'm, I'm working on it for a long time, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't come overnight. <laughs> Don, I'll start with you first off. You uh, grew up in Cook's Terrace. I grew up in Cook's Terrace, yeah. Um, there for a good part of my life. And... Um, great upbringing there, great terrace, no more than the rest of the terraces, kind of in a, you know, nice working class area, mm. uh, great community and great neighbours and great friends. And is that where you got inspiration for some of the music that you write? Well, it probably was, Keith. I have to say, you know, some people when they talk to me about my music, uh, I, I started off playing my music, uh, um, first of all, I got taught the guitar by a, a good friend of both of us here, a man called Paul Grealish. Uh, and, yes. and, and Paul taught me a couple of chords in my early part of my life. And then I started playing a bit of music with Tommy Nolan, Tommy that worked in Rafteries. He was down the bottom yeah, of yeah, Cook's yeah. Terrace. And uh, the first gig I ever had uh, in my life was down here in Tronery's as a young lad with Tommy, upstairs among the rooms for a private thing. So it, it, Tommy was a fiddle player. He was the only one playing traditional music around the area. So it bloomed from there, really. And you've been very successful, but you, you, you've left Cook's Terrace and you've emigrated. Yeah, I got, I got the eviction notice um, uh, there in the, um, the middle of the 2000s and late 98, off to Hedford. I have a visa, but I don't have the passport yet. You know, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll stamp it for you going down, so we will. <laughs> and is music still good to you today, Dan? Oh, music is, is, is my full-time job now. Um, when I finish with you here today, I'm heading off to Killarney to the Gathering Festival. I'll be on the road, and um, I'll be back in Clifton tomorrow night, and I'm, I'm out four and five nights a week. I'm very busy. Are you? I am, yeah. Uh, are yeah. you? Yeah. It's a long trip now from Killarney to Galway, and then onwards to Clifton. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll have the breakfast first, and we'll be nice and easy on Will the Will you road. come back to Galbraith tonight? No, no, I'll stay tonight. It's too long to come home after the gig, Keegan. Yeah. Do you know, especially after driving all day and playing that night. It's and where's that festival on in Killarney? That's in uh, the Glen Eagle in, in Killarney. Yeah. yeah. And PJ, talk to me about your musical. Um, I, I'm not going to tell them how, how... You played at our wedding 37 years ago. So I believe, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, do you not remember I, it? I don't remember it, no, no. <laughs> well, I, there's lots of things I don't remember. There's things I like to remember, but there's things I've forgotten. Yeah, yeah I'm playing music for quite a while. Um, people say to me, "Oh, 
I worked in GTM and that uh, back in my that's where I started working they never said to me you know about uh, where I was working so I said are you still playing music so it's, I'm kind of known for playing music and it's great I started in um, playing music in the St. Patrick's Brass Band with Tommy Joyce and Mr. Mitchell and all the guys and it stood for me all my life and mm. something you can do until you're you know to put you up to bore I, more I do remember you in GTM by the way yeah GTM was you were just was, inside the door weren't uh, you College of Life yeah. that's where all the that's where you learned I can guarantee if you went out into his age group and asked them about what was GTM they'd tell you that it was an app on your phone or something <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Pascal Connell and Tony O'Connell and all those boys they're all gone now yeah. and um, yeah it was a great place to work and a great, great people there yeah. and, it um, was a supermarket people listening to us that don't understand what it was it was the first supermarket I think in Galway it in, was, yeah. in around the area but then Lipton's came and then Five Star came <coughs> yeah well they were, all, they were there yeah but uh, GTM was, was the, the, the one yeah. was the most modern one. Pascal Conlon was very modern in his ways. He was way ahead of his time. He had deliveries and all that kind of thing. Things that they have now in some of the other bigger supermarkets. Mm. And your, your love of music then, that's, that's kind well, of works alongside things. I, it was, as I say, I played in, in, the, in the brass band years ago and continued on. A lot of guys came with me, were playing with me and they fell by the wayside. But I kept banging my old drum and I'm, I'm still at it. Thanks be to God. Still at it. And did any of your family, Don, go into the whole music side of things? Uh, not really, Keith. Um, my, my dad would sing a few songs. If he had an old immediate or a half one, he'd sing a song. But, or a uh, full one. Or a full one. And many is the full one he drank down here uh, in Tonerys. But um, I also was in St. Patrick's Brass Band uh, at an early year. Were you? Yeah, from about... Uh, I went in there at nine years of age. And I had great times with St. Patrick's Brass Band. It was a great educational music to learn how to read score music. Yeah, it was great. My, yeah, my yeah. father also became a flag bearer with them as well. So, mm. you know, we had a great connection. I still have with mm. my last album. I got St. Patrick's Band to do uh, the I Live in a Shree with me on my album. So I was delighted wow. with that. It was wow, great, wow, wow. Great thing for me to get back playing with the band, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, somebody said, had such... Um, such a happy childhood in Bohemore makes uh, making slides in the winter big rope for skipping uh, Sir James out directing traffic Mrs Keneally I could write a book about the loveliest decent people salt of the earth from Bohemore and the reaction we're getting is just quite amazing really enjoyed listening to Phil Kennedy a real character could listen to her all day long great programme and you'll be listening to her in a minute as well <laughs> uh, listener said to tell Keith Finnegan to mention Father Daniel Gallagher a very special man so good to everybody from uh, Bohemore and again that, that unfortunate um, Tommy Lawless's grandson Gran yeah. grandfather yeah. Uh, is that right Phil? Tommy Lawless is uh, Father, Father Daniel's grandfather yeah. and he's the um, son of Patricia Lawless, because yeah. I remember during COVID, Father Daniel and uh, Father Jim. And we want him here. Oh, we, we want, want him, him. Yeah, we, we we need to transfer him in. Well, I'll have a chat with the bishop. Don't worry. Do. <laughs> yeah. uh, have we a bishop? We have. Yeah, Bishop oh. Michael Dagnan, the gentleman. I'll have to introduce you. <laughs> I'd say nothing about that. <laughs> <laughs> we used to have a beaut called Michael Brown. We're still recovering from him. <laughs> um, Moving swiftly along, Father Daniel Gallagher was uh, a part of our, he, he and Father Jeremy and um, Bishop Brendan Kelly, and they kept us going uh, during Covid with Mass, and he used to leave the Mass every Sunday from Sandy Road, and he'd come up and he'd stand outside his grandparents' house, and he'd wave in at them and he'd give them a blessing, he would. and he'd go home then from mm. there. That's what Covid did to people. Yeah. Uh, Father Daniel, I didn't realise that you were related there, so apologies uh, in yeah. that regard. So, um, condolences to Father Daniel. So, Phil is now starting the campaign. 
uh, to get Father Daniel Gallagher into St. Patrick's. <laughs> what they're going to do with the man that's in there currently, I actually don't know. Oh, no, we love Father Whelan. Yeah. That's, oh, thank yeah, God you for we love Father, Father Whelan. Yeah. Well, I just say, Keith, too, um, uh, that you're talking about Father Daniel. Now, I did sing at the two funeral masses for, for Tommy yesterday and also for Dave Smith. You know, did they you? were very close yeah. neighbours. And, um, you know, the, the lawless family, Daniel, was actually very good to us. And my own mother died during COVID. She was one of the first people to die from the COVID in Galway here. And, um, at the, you know, we didn't really know much about the COVID. So there was no masses and there was no nothing. Closed so, coffin. Closed coffin. And uh, we couldn't get a priest. But at the last minute, Daniel appeared out no place and came into the cemetery and said the rosary with us and it was very it's very just, uh, very very important for us to be able to do that that day but his roots are in Bohemore so oh absolutely he's such a he's great young very man and I have the height of respect for him what a great young person I didn't realise that uh, Tommy Lawless was his grandfather yeah. and that Tommy was the man the grandparent that he spoke so beautifully yes. about yes. constantly yeah. I just yeah my heart goes wonderful, out wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And yeah. his grandmother was of Bohemore yes, as well. Maureen, yeah. Maureen Geary and yeah, the Connesses. Yeah. Yes, and all the one, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. 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 yeah, I did meet Patricia and Martina Connes and, and yes. the other sister. Yeah. You wouldn't and want to fall out with anyone in Bohemore, you see, oh, because if you, had a, if, you had a, if you had an argument, then you wouldn't be talking to anyone. Well, Donald's related really. to three quarters of Bohemore, at least. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, my aunt lived what in Bohemore. What happened to the other quarter, well, Phil? Yeah. Um, yeah, he asked me not to mention them, <laughs> but they couldn't be here. Yeah, I tell you, it's, it's quite quite amazing, so it is. But anyway, today to Davy Smith, uh, his family indeed, and to Tommy Lawless's, our thoughts are with you. Don, good luck in Killarney, and uh, you brought the guitar, but unfortunately, time is kind of clicking against us. Oh, yeah. Thanks for popping into it. You're popping another morning to the studio because you have another story, a few stories in your head. I as have, well, we should sit down have, and talk. And about. I just before I finish, and I don't want to, I, I want to thank because Catherine Connolly has an association with Bohemore as well. This is the, the TD. Yes. I just personally like to thank her for her contribution to the mother baby home debate that's going on in the doll at the moment mm. she's been really outstanding yeah, and uh, for someone that's involved in it for myself I would yeah. really like to thank her that's why her I want to get you into studio so yeah we'll come in another day and talk would you come that. because yeah, she was wonderful yeah. during the week yeah. you, you have a story within a story is that Dr Cantrell I see look at Dr Cantrell looking out there he's looking out there so he is um, yeah listen thanks, thanks for joining thank you very much PJ thank you for joining us I know you haven't had an easy year but listen uh, congratulations on everything that you've achieved and thanks for your help putting this show together thanks Keith uh, it was a pleasure to be here and I'd just like to say that living in Bohemore as I am I've moved back I was in Clare Galway but I tell you you're living with lovely genuine people it's great to be here I wouldn't go anywhere else mm. you know it's the place to be and I often say that downtown it's great to be living in Prospect Hill Bohemore it's salt of the earth I, I, I'd often ring you and you'd be I'm, I'm just downtown now and I'd be back up in a minute <laughs> yeah, so you're so, you're so close though, isn't yeah well this is it you, you, and the Bohemore and where I am living St. Bridget's Terrace yeah. it's, it's inner city and he minds the grandchildren Don so he does, yeah, he does. and he minds the dog as well you mind see the, dog, the, the, dog the dog minds dog. me I, I don't know what gets better treatment now the dog yeah, or the Charlie, grandchildren Charlie's well known around <laughs> right, stay with us and Phil is going to stay with us as well we're going to take a short commercial break it's uh, oh good lord it's 11.42 Galway Talks, in association with Tesco. Click and Collect allows you to collect your order whenever suits you. A very good morning to you. Welcome into today's programme. We're with you right through until um, 12 midday. And I've got three wonderful characters in front of me. So I have Tony Samuels, uh, Willie Connell, and I have uh, Mike McDonough as well. And uh, Tony used to work... Tony, I would know... Are you a native of... Um, are you a native of the area here? No, you're not a native... I'm an, an athlone man. An athlone man. I came here in 1966. And you were with Shannon Dry Cleaners? Yeah. 
all my life. And again, the founder of that was Athlone as well. Is yeah, that how that's, you got where, here? that's where I started off. Wow. I started off there um, after school, five shillings a week. Wow. Cycling the messenger bike. Delivered and stuff. And how many that's years how were you down here where the Dean Hotel is now? We're there since 66. I came from Athlone with the owner, Mr. Kenny, the two of us. Wow. And I started here. He wanted me to come to Galway. Wow. So that's how I came to Galway. And then so you, you I'm made, here ever since. And you made Galway your home? I, I did, yeah. And, you got and actually, uh, when I started playing a bit of soccer with Hibs, that's how I um, got to know Bournemouth, the people of Bournemouth. And I'd stay for weekends here to play the matches, which was on of a Sunday morning. Yeah. And uh, I was, it was living at a flat in Cross Street. But uh, fair play to the, the players on the Hibs team. I was in many a house in Boromore for some to have me dinner. I bet you were. Yeah, with, with the players. But that was the, that was the time that if there was if the pot was on the boil, you were welcome to a bit of it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And that's, that's what it was yeah, about. The people of Boromore yeah, couldn't yeah. T- talk highly enough of, of them. Yeah. And they are still wonderful people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And just across the road, just across the road, um, that's where my wife's from. So you married... Uh, Mary Heffernan, just across the road. I forgot Mary is your wife, yeah. Yeah, yeah. One of the famous Heffernans. Yeah. Mother of God. So, so you but didn't it, go, it's, it's still saying I'm a blowing. Yeah, but you didn't go far from work now to find your wife. <laughs> no, no, no. You didn't go far at all, did no, you? No, not too far. No. Stay with me. Willie Connell joins me as well. Willie, morning to you. And your, you. your mother was one of the Skerrits. As in the city of the tribes, yes. Yeah. Like... I, my grandfather, Tom Skerritt, just lived, you can see the house there behind you, yeah. sec, the second house on the right hand side. Really up here? Yeah, just to the right, go yeah. your left, my right. Yeah, here? No, the other side, this side. Yeah, that second yeah. house there, that's, that's where they, yeah, they <laughs> lived there, yeah. And so. I remember going messages for him into Martin's pub that time, before Tony's came in there, yeah. in for the Battle of Guinness, high Battle of Guinness, running different pub now. Did you ever open in the bottle or did you bring it home? Uh, no, I was only about six or seven or eight that time. It was only a small bit. And come here to me. So, I mean, th- so do you mean, would you use the Skerritt name as being one of the tribes then to get preferential treatment in Tonerys later? I, if I ever introduced myself, I would always say I'm Nora Skerritt's son. Would you? I would never, never pet a Connell's son. I was always Nora Skerritt's, because everyone knew my mother, yeah. the Skerritt's from Baltimore. My mother was born in Baltimore. My father was actually born in the Clare, but he was reared in the halls in Key Street. In the halls in Key Street. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Across from McDonald's Fish yeah. Shop. There. Yeah, yeah. The halls, the halls are there. Yeah, yeah. still yeah. The, they're still called the halls. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. so you really are. No, to myself, you're 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 embedded in the Galway community. Yeah, my grandfather's in Fort Hill, so yeah. they said you're not a Galwegian unless you have yeah. someone. In Fort Hill, below to you. Yeah, we we, we talked about that recently. So yeah. we did. Uh, we have two graves in Fort Hill, but we have nobody to go into them. There isn't enough of us to go into them. Yeah, but there yeah. you go. That's, yeah, that's yeah. the way it is. And yeah. There's a fault in there as well. It's a scary fault, but I cannot make a connection. <coughs> is I cannot. There's a block somewhere. You can't, to, you can't get the hole. No, I cannot get it. No, yeah. I'm talking to the lot, a lot of people, and no one has connections for me. Yeah, and did, did had you heard? Um, had you heard um, Tony at the Skerra clan? Did you know he was such royalty, did you? No, 
No, no you not no. Yeah, just put a space between yourself and himself there. <laughs> I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't like him to catch Anthony at all from the, from the Athlone oh. lads altogether. Uh, stay with me. I want to go to uh, I want to go to uh, Mike joins me as well. Mike McDonald, good morning to you. How are you? Morning, Kate. Thanks for joining us uh, today. Good to see you again. Um, I knew your family. I knew you before you married your wonderful wife, Kathleen uh, Stewart. But I knew your my dad and your dad were friends. And your dad was in the fishing industry. He was, yeah, he did the trawler down the docks, yeah, the rat furnace. Did you ever go into it? No, I didn't. I never took to the fishing because I uh, I used to hear him. We lived on St. Anthony's Terrace here, and he'd be further going up at 2 o'clock in the morning on the window, be lashing at the window, and I said, That's not for me. It's no. Just, no. And did any of the family. They did, yeah, my two brothers were Dominic and Christie. Yeah. They were uh, Dominic and Christie were at the fishing. They went with the feather fishing. But that was a tough industry. Very hard. That time was very hard. But he was trying to put food on the table? Yes, it was, yeah. And there was a good gang EV in it, wasn't Oh, there was uh, 11 of us in it, yeah. So there was a good few mouths to be fed there? Oh, oh that's for sure there was. Yeah. yeah. Did you get fish? Oh, yeah, plenty of fish. <laughs> fish I'd wait. I might not see a lot of steak, but seen, we had a bit of fish. Yeah. yeah. And you grew up here then? You grew up in, in Bournemouth? Oh, I grew up in Bournemouth, St. Anthony's beside Phil. Yeah. Or in, 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 Phil was my next door neighbour. Well, so you, off here you can tell me a few stories, that's okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But what, what amazed me is that the size of the house and 11 of you in there and mum and dad, and, and all you yeah. have is the fondest of memories. Well, I always said, we, like, each of us, everyone in Bournemouth, was, we always regarded us as, we had nothing but everybody had everything because every door in Bournemouth was open. Yeah. There was never a door shut to us, you know. If you wanted anything, your neighbour was always there. Yeah. A listener just called to say that uh, she has a funny story. A neighbour living in Cook's Terrace, so many uh, years ago, said to her uh, daughter, if Roach comes around, tell him I'm not in. And when he calls back, she won't be in either. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That's, that's yeah. it. Well, that was the old saying, yeah. Well, we all done that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The mother said him not in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the mother said him not in for yeah. that. But, the, but there's such characters, and it's come out very much today. There's so many characters. Oh, yeah. Sean Moore was a fantastic place. Yeah. Great yeah. to grow up in Bournemouth, like uh, when you're youth in Bournemouth. You're in Ballyban now, aren't you? I'm in Ballyban now. So yeah. you emigrated Park, as yeah. well, so you did, yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, where are you currently, Willie? I'm living in Crook on Park. So you, emig- you emigrated yeah. as well, yeah. It is, yeah. And you didn't go, you didn't go back to Athlone, no? No, I'm out in Lackmore, Turlockmore. Oh, the posh one <laughs> here, if you don't yeah. mind. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you're you're you've heard this memory, um, Mike, in relation to um, Bormore. Well, I suppose it must be relation to Bormore would be just uh, young lads in Bormore, like we always gathered down the I used to call it the jump clubhouse and we tracked down football and was that a jump was it a landfill it was yeah. a landfill yeah. one time yeah, we, it, yeah. We, we always we, we, the dump the dump was all we, <coughs> we, that was our name for the dump yeah because everything was dumped into yeah. it yeah and they'd be about 30 or 40 was down there playing 20 yeah. a side game of football and we were progressed here into, into the hips club didn't like you know yeah and Willie your furthest memory of here i tell you a story that my mother <coughs> my father was a baker he worked for Griffins and the GBC but after, say, the Second World War, there was no flour, so he had to go to England. And there was attached houses not too far, across from Charlie's, the pub. Yeah. That's where we lived that time. And she got the house in Lee Mellows Terrace, 1949. Later on, the attached houses, some people could remember them. They went up on fire, they were burned. So my father came home and was in, seen the house. He, wa- he wasn't happy because it was a gable Lind house at the time. He, it was the best thing that we ever had to have go around the back and mm. but he couldn't see it that way you know so and why did you want not on the gable end 
that's the way he was. I Just don't know. Did, yeah. And did he come back? And did he go working then again? And yeah, he started in in, uh, in Griffins. He worked in about four or five different bakeries in Galway. He finished up in in Griffins. He worked for uh, four four or five generations of the yeah. Griffins. Did we John Anthony and Ethna. Yeah, there was was one or two Anthony's was there. There was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There was there was John Anthony who should be yeah, it would be the, the grandparents indeed yeah. uh, today. Um, a listener called to say she's very upset that a tree 150 years old is being cut down in Bohemore Cemetery, had been trimmed for years and now just got permission to cut it. It's really sad. I've lived beside it for 30 years. A beautiful tree in the summer, full of uh, beautiful birds. Phil, will you go up and stop them cutting that tree down? I just hope to stop beside my yeah. brother's grave. <laughs> I hope yeah. to stop beside my mother's grave. I'm going up. <laughs> Phil, is on the, Phil is on the way, so she is the uh, from there. Uh, uh, yeah. Listen, guys, thanks for joining us uh, today. Will you thank you for joining us? Oh, sorry, Mr. Skirrett. Will you please do something about your, your Mr. Skirt about your roundabout? It's, ca- it's causing us a problem, so it is. It is causing everyone problems. Yeah. Listen, guys, thanks for joining. Tony, lovely to see you. And you too. Yeah, and behave I'm yourself. sorry to hear about your mother. Just, yeah. And uh, just to say, um, Tommy Lawless, out to mercy, he was buried yesterday. He was, He yeah. was a great old Hibs man as well. They're, look, they're all, they're all up there looking down on us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Feeling sorry for you putting up with me. Probably. Nice. Listen, can thanks can for joining us. Before you go, can I just say yeah. that uh, we're all ex-members of Hibs here. Just, uh, in the last year, we lost two great legends. And we'd like to wish condolences to the Tierney family and the Ward family. Two great tears for Hibs. Absolutely. Listen, thanks, Eddie, for joining us. That's it for today. And congratulations, by the way, to uh, the winner of the competition today in Associated Moobles uh, today. And it is um, Maura Morin from Craig Moore in Clare Galway. Congratulations. Uh, Best Buddies Society and Ability West present Best Buddies Got Talent, by the way, as well. And um, Financial Advice with Dave McCarthy will be on Monday as well. We'll be looking at that Best Buddies Society. And the last call for entries for Galway companies and community groups for a €1,000 grant. And Throker is marking 50 years with an appeal to the people of Galway to support the Lenten campaign for Somalia. That's it for today. Thanks to John O'Sullivan, who's on the desk here. Doc on the desk back at base. John Morley, who put all the work into it. Our associate producer, Phil Kennedy, who made sure that you were all vetted and were true Bohemian War people. But from yours truly, Keith Finnegan, until we join you Monday morning, just after 9 o'clock news. Have a good and a safe weekend. Thank and we shall talk much. to you then. Thank Have you. a good weekend. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye now. Thanks very much. Galway Talks, in association with Tesco. Find our award-winning Irish ranges in store and online at tesco.ie.